Who could it be? This animal that I can't see. Can you help me guess this mystery? <laughs> and this is not Zabumafu with the Crack Brothers. It's Krat or Crack. Is it Crack? Or is it Krat? I think I, I think it's Krat. Krat. With, two with the Krat Brothers. You know what someone's on today. Don't <laughs> <laughs> um, so for, day t- for today's intro, we're going to do a little guess who. Doesn't have to be an animal. Like I said in the intro, it could be pretty much anybody. So, yeah, I'm going to start it off. Um, We're going to give clues, and then from those clues that we give, we're going to see if we can guess who one another is. So, I shall Mm -hmm. go first. Uh, I am black. Mm, Diana Ross. (laughs) No. Okay. I (laughs) am a woman. Diana Ross. And (laughs) I am... um, not so grown. Not so grown. Not so grown. Yara Shahidi. Black woman, not so grown, doing my own thing. Um, I'm not such a big deal, but the people who birthed me are. Malia Obama. Yes. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Beach. <laughs> Ooh, good job. I see it, bitch. Nika. Okay. <laughs> I'm a black woman. Mm. Beyonce. I, no. I mm. basically created reality TV. <laughs> New Mona York? Scott Young. New York. Oh, New York. Mm. You're right. I said basically. Yeah, created. Basically, yeah, that makes so basic, much yeah. sense. <laughs> <laughs> Over here like Mona Scott. No. Mona Scott did not create. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's <laughs> not who I meant. Frenchie. Okay. I am a woman, but I'm a Hispanic woman. Oh, oh America Ferreira. No, but I am a Spanish woman who recently infiltrated a black space. Jennifer Lopez. Yes. Okay. Oh, I was about to say. I was just about to say. <laughs> you Chilo. also. You also recently got engaged. And I just recently yeah, got and you engaged. Just recently again. 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 He's For the fifth time or sixth time. Fourth. This is her. This is going to be her fourth marriage, I believe. I think. In her fifth engagement. Yes. So, something like fifth engagement. I think so. Whatever so. it is. You know, Whatever. She makes it right. Mm-hmm. I mean, she always gets the ring. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's crazy. But it's true. She Let always gets the ring. Jayla, wow. hello. How you get one, girl? Let us Write know. a manual. Write a book. I'll buy it. How to get that ring. How to get that ring. How to get that the ring. The ring didn't mm-hmm. mean a thing. No. I know I said don't be fooled by the rocks that I got. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got rocks, baby. And let me tell you. All these niggas have been fooled. <laughs> <laughs> Except for moi. Okay. Boom. Yeah. I was watching Wendy today and she was like, Yeah, J Lo gave back only one out of the like five rocks that she has. Mm. I was like, Wow, dedication. <laughs> I mean, but would you want a ring back if say if you are I male or female and propose to somebody, would you want the ring back? No. If they decided to end things. For what? Mm. I wouldn't want it because well, I feel like you bought it because it's like a gift to them to like oh like oh yeah like you I don't know what you would do with it yeah like, I would be like bitch give me that shit and I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> I would not ask for it back I'd be like you know what you keep that lovely some people do though I know yeah I wouldn't be the one I'd be like you know what you keep that lovely mm-hmm. let it remind you what you had right here in front of you that you decide to give up beloved and then watch them find somebody who's better for them and you'd be like mm, I'm just bitter. Mm, upset but it's okay Mm. she found her true love for the fifth 
time. Something so. like that. Five or six. I don't know how many mm-hmm. times, but point is JLo's found her one now. So right. hopefully she goes through with this one. I'm sure she will. I'm sure, sure she, she will. will. And um, I hope to see her happy and healthy and mm-hmm. loving mm-hmm. on someone. Mm-hmm. And on that note, I'm going to pass it off to Nika for the word of the day. Hello, everyone out there. Oh, the song. Okay, got a song. Wow. <laughs> it is, um, it's an adjective today. Great. Um, the word is discombobulated. Oh, that's an and easy word of the day. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. Shall I spell it or? Um, I know I can't spell it. So, <laughs> I mean, I can try, but okay, I know it's going dis- wrong. Okay, go ahead. I, I'm embarrassed Sound myself because y'all know I can't spell. Bobulated. Okay, spell it, Frenchie. <laughs> okay, discombobulate. D i s c o m b u l a t e d. Wrong. D i s s. Wrong. Oh. I s c o m b o b Oh, okay. That O really fucked me up. Okay. Discombob. Like Bob. Ah, yeah. All right. You. It's an adjective. Mm. It means confused or disconcerted. Great. And the sentence is a, discombobul- uh, a discombobulated soccer player. That mouth is discombobulated. <laughs> <laughs> might, <laughs> might run the wrong way down the field and kick the ball into her own team's goal. Wow. Mm. That's deep. Who's got a sentence? Ready? I do. Oh, that's my Frenchie. Love you. Um. When I wake up in the morning, I'm very discombobulated if I had a crazy dream, like last night. Mm, what was your dream last night? Okay. Trigger warning. Oh, okay. I'm going to say that now. Trigger okay. warning. In my dream, there was like a demon or something that was trying to make me like commit. Commit? Suicide. Oh, it was trying to make me kill myself. Oh my God. It was so scary. And like I could feel myself like Ooh. hitting the ground. It was Ooh. so scary. That's scary. It was really scary. Oh, yeah, that's scary. Mm-hmm. Okay. That would have me discombobulated. But mm-hmm. um, my sentence would be the people driving the streets of Los Angeles often have me discombobulated with what the fuck they be doing. Right. Especially <laughs> when you do not know how to signal. Mm. Has me mm. utterly discombobulated. And what's worse, whenever you know how to signal, mm. well, you don't know how to signal because you're still doing it wrong, but you signal to the left and then you go to the right. Okay. Can mm. you not see that the blinker is on the left? And I'm ready for you to fully move into that left lane. And you're like, no, right. Mm. But you don't change it. You just keep it on left. Mm-hmm. Or whenever the blinker is just on, I can't stand being behind somebody whose when blinker is just, just left on. on. Mm-hmm. Do like, you not hear that ticking? like slow up so they <laughs> can get over. And right. they just don't. Is that not <laughs> fucking with your mental? Because if I hear that tick, Okay. I would be, I would be dead. I cannot just keep that thing on. Because you will hear it. You know you, you hear people it. People will ride with that. They it's will annoying. ride out with that shit. They'd be like, you know what? I'm like, do you know that your blinker's do on? Do you hear it? That's like the people that drive, like, and they won't put their seatbelt on. Mm-hmm. And you can keep hearing the ding, ding, I know someone who does ding. that. My dad used to do it all the time. Oh, God. I'm like, can you put your seatbelt on? Oh. Living life on the edge. <laughs> like, Correct. oh, what do you mean? Oh, it's been dinging this whole time. I can't tell. Mm. Well. It is a new week, and we're paying new things dust. Amen. Yes. <laughs> Exciting. Mm-hmm. 
Um, does anybody want to start off the pay desk segment this week? Wes? Okay. I can start it off. Yeah, you can. I am <laughs> going to... Hmm, I guess I will pay dust to... There being too many people mm-hmm. in this world who think it's just okay to do as they please without having others into consideration. Mm, okay. Too many. Just just totally selfish, mm-hmm. nonchalant people who just feel like they can treat you any kind of way because mm. you have no special title attached to you or you uh, have no boundaries or they feel like they can just walk all over you. You know, you know, you know those people. Do you know those people? Sips, um, my menage a trois go Chardonnay. Right, right. Sips, my menage a trois. But yeah, I'm paying debt to those people because I feel like, you know, you can never be too, um, boastful or mm. high off your horse to feel like you know mm-hmm. people are in need of you or maybe they feel as if you know you'd be nothing without oh or, my or you know just people who really feel like they're being they're they're valuable who really feel in their head that they're valuable mm-hmm. and it's not even like that baby it ain't nothing cut that bitch off. You know, you can't talk to nobody <laughs> the way that you snip, want ho. to. You snip, can't talk. Snip, ho. You cannot talk to anybody the way that you want to just because you have this or you are some. You know, you ain't got nothing. Ooh. Leave it at that. Ooh. I'm paying us to that. Anybody Ooh. else? Come on. That was so intense. <laughs> um, I'm gonna pay dust to my face deciding it wants to break out. Mm. <laughs> I be having a good week. Okay. Pizza, pizza. <laughs> Okay, you like, got it. so annoying. My face be clear one week. I'm like, oh my god, I love you, skin. You have oh, you're so good to me. I'll wake up the next day, four bumps. Damn, oh, shit, on my forehead or like on my cheeks, and it's stupid. That's so rude. It's mm-hmm. so rude, <laughs> and like I keep my face pretty clean. Disrespectful. Like I have hella pillows, so like I can switch my pill. Like I switch my pillows. I turn them the other way like you know i make sure mm-hmm. but my, my face it just doesn't care i don't eat meat anymore my face is like <coughs> what that <laughs> what they gotta do with me right i'm still gonna bring out right i don't drink soda i barely drink juice and if i do it's like apple juice my, but my face is like fuck you basically I feel you. so i'm paying dust to you Thanks. i'm paying dust <laughs> to niggas mm. that drive from the back seat. Oh, nigga, can oh. you see? Can you see? <laughs> Tell me if you can see. Because I swear y'all they be are, dipping. No, y'all are okay. all the way in the I just want to know if you can see. Because I... <laughs> <laughs> and then y'all have the nerve to lean up and be like, yeah, my my chair is all the way in the back seat, but I'm going to sit up and drive like this. Do your back and hurt, so nigga? St- I know it be hurting. Right, I know your back hurt, honey. I know it Your hurt. back is aching. I your, know it. Your wave cap too tight. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that booty shake from left to right. Right. Mm-hmm. In quiet. In quiet. With your DL homeboys. Oh, well, that shit. just took a turn, didn't it? Mm, didn't it? A turn. I know how to make a thing shift, okay? Um, wait. I <laughs> 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 did not sound right. What? I know how to make a conversation flip. That sounds a lot better than make a thing twist, because I don't even know. Uh, oh. After saying what I said and then having <laughs> that as a follow-up, it makes me feel like... I'm a little uncomfortable now. Oh, boy. <laughs> a little uncomfortable okay. now. 
I probably Ooh, yeah, yeah I, I paid that I'd be like damn nigga <laughs> you're all the way back there and the wheels all the way up here how do you reach how does that foot reach the pedal how do you reach the wheel well, how do you concentrate that when knee. I see niggas that drive, they drive from the bottom. Like but sometimes that knee is putting in work. Sometimes yes. nigga will prop yeah, that. They use that knee they'll cap. prop that knee, knee that up, nasty, and they'll the, be like, you know what? Left mm, left lane switch, right, right that lane old switch. Ashy ass kneecap. Mm, you okay. know it's ashy too. Lanes need a little bit of jerking. <laughs> it needs a little bit of help. Bit but see, what the ash helps the knee stick to the wheel. Oh my god. Because if you if your knee was moisturized, you see, you'd be slipping and sliding, and you wouldn't even have any kind of grip. That's oh true. So it's important for that ash to be there, okay? And that's that driving ash. It's similar to putting chalk on the handles when you're about to do flips for gymnastics. Correct. Mm. Or putting chalk on your hands when you're about to climb a rock wall. Yeah. Okay. Help you get that grip. Mm-hmm. Niggas need that grip on the listeners, Do y'all drive like that? We need to know. <laughs> Please don't. Y'all, y'all be having that one ash you need to help you slide. From Please lane lane? don't. We need to know. Email us. And if so, which knee do you use? Because right. okay. that helps a lot. Email us. I hope you drive with your right foot. I'ma just say that, because there's no way you can be using a knee to I, steer. There's literally no way. No, there's no way. In <laughs> there's hell. no way you can be using a knee to steer and also drive. <laughs> so please say your left, because if you say your right, I'm judging you. Mm-hmm. And if you have one foot, bless your heart, because you're not using your knee. There's no way. There's no way. Well, you said they only have one foot, but they oh, still have leg. two knees. I'm sorry, leg. leg. Oh, oop, dear. Political Oops. correctness. My bad. Ah, my, my bad. Come my down goodness. my neck. Goodness. Anyway. Let's go to For the Birds. Got a couple things here. Let's start off with Wendy Williams. Okay. She came back. After her hiatus. After her little hiatus, Mm. she came back and she was giving her, was it a hot topic that she was talking about at the time? Um, I watched this episode and yes, it was a hot topic. And she was doing her hot topic segment and she... (laughs) (laughs) I knew she was going to come in with that damn flutter. Oh, my goodness. I saw it on well, her y'all face. didn't get it last week, so I had to throw in a little extra sauce on it. Oh, my mm. gosh. I see. Well, continue <laughs> with the Wendy drama. Yeah, yeah. Gosh. Go ahead, girl. And she, you know, I guess she had too long of a break. She got a little too comfortable on that <laughs> right. stage she and said, said you niggers. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Wendy get, hit that nigga. I get nigga. too comfortable. <laughs> I get too comfortable talking to you guys. Wendy hit that nigga so hard. You, you niggas. I got the clip. Hold on, hold on. Okay. Fifth Avenue shopping, and I just—it's unbelievable. You niggas. (coughs) Dead. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, Wendy, you really just said niggas on your show, and they like didn't cut it. Mind you, the show is like live. Right. And usually with live shows, they have a lag like at least five to six seconds behind, so they can cut cut certain things. They let that fly. mm -hmm, We all saw it, and I was like, damn. She said, niggas. And she said, sorry. I get a little comfortable on this chair. I'm like, girl, we see. I mean, I get it. It could slip out from time to time. It It slips out with me. Not at work, though. That's my job. Right, because that's your job. That's my job. It will never slip out at the job. Not to a customer or nothing. Nope. Mm -hmm. Nope. Mm -hmm. Just keep it up in the brain, girl. Keep it up in them thoughts. In them thoughts. Mm. Next on him. We got y'all disrespectful children. Ugh. Oh my goodness! There's so many videos of y'all children that need an ass whooping. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I know like that's like a form of discipline that's looked up, looked down upon now, but it's necessary. This, but the way y'all y'all little niggas is acting, okay, them little niggas eating baby because in this specific video, I'm sure y'all have seen it like floating around Twitter and stuff like that. This kid was getting in trouble by their teacher, and the teacher was like, "You need to go to the office or whatever." Blah blah blah. blah. Mm-hmm. And like this little boy, middle schooler, middle schooler, either middle schooler. Mm-hmm. I, I rate him as either a middle schooler or like a beginning, like ninth grader. In yeah, right. something like that. Yeah, I do too. And so goes up to the teacher, snatches her wig off, yes. and starts twirling it all around the classroom, running around the running classroom. Around. With it. She's trying to catch him, and then he just runs out and the classroom. And dancing with it. Yeah. The, everything. Disrespectful. In the full moonwalk. Yes. Like, I was always a good child in school, but anytime I did do something crazy, like a grave was slip, or I didn't do this, or I didn't do that, you know? But like, never no shit like that. That's trouble. Like, when you get home, you're about to get in trouble. Right. Trouble, trouble. Like okay. I, the farthest I would let things go was my mouth. Like if I right. would say something, like I could say something that would end up being like you know, offensive or disrespectful to a teacher. I wouldn't be it wouldn't be cussing, but it'd be something yeah. like you know, mm-hmm. I would I would I could go back and forth with a teacher all day. Yeah. Right. But never action. Mm-mm. I'm never touching the teacher. No. I'm never pulling a wig off of no. someone's head. I'm never being to hitting a, teachers and stuff. Because I mean, like that. you know, in high school, we witnessed some disrespect. Yes, we did. Shit. And it was always annoying. <laughs> <laughs> and it always happened to certain teachers who kind of yep. low key needed mm-hmm. it. But either way, no one deserves, especially as teachers. Teachers spend a lot of their time creating lessons plans. Spend a lot of their time devoting and to get their class. Pennies classroom. on the dollar. Pennies, mm-hmm. baby. Pennies on the. Do- teachers do not get paid enough money at all to deal with your bullshit, your kids' Thank bullshit. You. Like they're literally responsible for teaching and raising your children. Yeah. Five days out of the week for eight hours a day. It's eight, draining. It's I couldn't imagine it. I really couldn't. Yeah. I see how teachers. I'm just. Like, I see how they blow up. It's props to them. Mm-hmm. Completely. They get paid pennies, but they do it because they love their job. They yeah. genuinely love to foster education mm-hmm. in the youth. And it's just like whenever your they kids are out here doing ignorant that. Child. Mm-hmm. I think he just cry. Off. Right. right. I'll never forget that day. Mm. Oh, Me neither. I remember. Me neither. Oh <laughs> we all talk about the same thing. Yes, we but. I remember that. I remember that. Crazy day. That was um, ooh, shit. back in high school. Ooh, ooh, man. I know what classroom. I know everything. I know mm-hmm. everything. But yeah. Ooh, that we. was crazy. That was. They have got to, um, the kids have got to do better, you know? Mm. They got to realize the value that, t- in, please instill in children. In your yes. children, your future children, if you don't have children, please instill mm-hmm. in them the value of what it means mm-hmm. to be a teacher. I really, I know that for a fact my kids will respect teachers because right. I will make sure that they understand, like, I'm not that parent who's going to be like, you're always right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to listen to both sides. And if there is a sense and if there is a sense of the teacher being, like, kind of shady, I'm going to stand up for you. But I'm not going to stand up for you for everything. Right. You right. know, if, if you did wrong then you're going to have to go with whatever they, whether it's detention, in-school suspension, out-of-school yeah. suspension. You made a choice, and right. now here's your consequence. Have you guys been suspended? Exactly. No, no, I've never, never been suspended. I have. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know, I remember. That's bad. aside from the point. <laughs> you're bad. <laughs> that's aside from the point at hand. Cause it was provoked. It wasn't even in school. They made me go home. I was like, yo, it wasn't <laughs> even my fault. But it was only for a day. Oh, um, well. 
Mm-hmm. It was over something Very physical bad. though, but someone really did try my try yeah, me, and I had and I had total justification mm-hmm. to try them right back, and that's why I was close to the principal and the office people, so I like they knew that it wasn't on me, but school policy required right. me to go home because right. I drew blood from someone, and it right. wasn't like a fist, like you know, it wasn't like a brawl. It was more so of like. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> I was suspended for a day and I came home. It's mm-hmm. a funny story. And I came right back the next day like, what's that? Exactly. That was that. But the thing is, like, with us, like, we're not even that old. Like, we're t- freaking 23. Yeah. Okay? The generation, like, below us, I don't know what it is. It's like, it's like they get to get away with everything because, mm. like, Y'all on another because, like, like, disciplining your child is looked down upon. Or you have, like, these these parents that are, like, our age or, like, a little bit older than us or mm-hmm. maybe a little bit younger than us. And they feel like their child is always right in all situations. Or you're not going to tell my kid that. Oh, you're not going to do this to my kid or whatever. Right. So then, like, it gives their child the liberty to just act a fool in class or whatever. Because they already know, oh, yeah, well... When I tell my mama or when when they call my dad or my grandma, my sister, my auntie, my uncle, whatever, mm-hmm. they're going to be like, well, what did you do to provoke him? Yeah. Or, or they're 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 not going to get any type of like real discipline outside mm-hmm. of like the school's discipline. They're going to be like, why are you calling me? Like, I'm at work, like exactly. wasting my time. So I feel like, I mean, I'm not saying you got to beat the cowboy piss out your kids. I'm not saying you got to beat your kids. Right. But what I am saying is y'all really have to like instill discipline and, and like respect. consequences and respect and all that into your children. Because that's not right that these teachers have to go through that. Like, at all. at all. And there's been too many videos. <laughs> okay. Too many. And this is just one we're talking about. Mm-hmm. So. Put through that paper. Your mom's a hoe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he came back with the heat, baby. Well, he that said, one- I'm not going to let y'all. Mm-hmm. Or that one with the with the white teacher, and she was with the uh, the black class, and she was like literally yelling at the top of her lungs, uh, and like the kids were dying laughing. But sad, you know. But then that's a whole entire instance of the education system and that bringing, too. Because mm-hmm. I remember we went to like you know we lived in a predominantly predominantly black neighborhood, yeah, and yeah. a lot of our teachers were not black. No, like no, they right. were all of different you know race, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, did we even have one? We did. We had a oh, couple. Yeah, 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 we had a couple. Had a I couple. can count on That's one yeah. hand how many we had out of all the courses mm-hmm. that we had. Right. And it's kind of like, us whoa. To live in this area where there's black people everywhere in our whole area. Mm-hmm. And then you get to school and then the teachers don't look like you. I could see, you know, people, they'll start to, you know, act out. They test you. Mm-hmm. They'll start to test you because you don't look like me. Disney put out a new Aladdin trailer. Did you see it? Did you like it? What'd you think? What'd you think? Right, what it is. Let us know. DM us. (laughs) Whoopsie daisy. DM us, email us, comment on our pages. At? Because I loved it. Right. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at TBU Podcast. Let us know what you thought. Okay? Email us at theblackumbrellapc at gmail.com. I love it. Let us know whatever you want to let us know. You don't really have to comment about, you know, Aladdin. Send us a story. Just let uh-huh. us know. <laughs> that story something. that we got Give during our, our little, um, that February one that we had, and we read someone's story, that was, like, fantastic. Oh, yeah. Please, okay. Y'all got stories? Let us know, please. Okay, but. Yes, yeah, so Aladdin trailer. There's a new one. It's out. It looks amazing. I can't wait to go see it. Right. Everybody was hating on, like, the first one that came out because they hated Genie, who's being played by Will Smith, you know, which. 
if you've seen Aladdin, you know, half the time he's genie mm-hmm. and half the time he's like a real person or whatever. And people hated the way that genie looked in CGI. And they're like, oh, this is so ugly. Oh, my childhood don't is watch ruined. <laughs> my childhood's ruined. Oh, 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 stay home then. Boo you. All I know is Aladdin. I mean, this is not like the one of the Disney movies that I've like loved. My favorite is Lion King, which we will be getting soon. I'm hey. excited for that's my favorite Disney movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna say anything. Okay. But I wanna but say something. We got Aladdin coming soon. I'm excited. I will be going to see it. It looks great. And it's super colorful, which no, I it really love. does. They really kept the truth to like what Aladdin looked like. They took their time with it. I liked it. And you know what? I was in the beginning process process of like seeing like who the cast was gonna be. Mm. I saw Jasmine and said, mm. That's your Jasmine. When I saw it, I was like, oh, that's what she looks like. But she is, you know, after seeing this trailer, I'm like, okay, I see Mm -hmm. it. I see it. Like, that is your Jasmine. Well, the person who's playing Aladdin, his singing, is like kind of low-key spot on with like the original Aladdin like movie. Disney don't play. So I'm pretty, I'm happy about that. Not sold on Jafar. He looked kind of (laughs) weird. True. (laughs) But that's not my place, you know, whatever. (laughs) And what a terrible segue. I'm oh. sorry, children. No, we're not. But uh, um, We're going there. Mm, we're going we there. We're about, about to Ray. dive into some booty hole. Oh. We're about to dive into some booty hole. <laughs> okay. There was a tweet that we saw like a week or two ago. We talked about it privately, but then we're yeah. like, let's bring this to the podcast. <laughs> we need to let y'all know this foolishness. This tweet says, the typical washing of the butthole for men is just letting water and soap run through the crack and hoping, hoping the region will self-clean. My finger should never touch, excuse me, my finger should never get on my butthole. My finger should never get on my butthole. My finger should never get on my butthole. This was tweeted by someone whose fingers should never get on their butthole. Clearly. If you didn't know. If you didn't know. So y'all men are just out here letting Dingle water bears. water and soap just run down the crack and hope that and it's so. Y'all know clean. better than the nigga that had cottage cheese in the foreskin of his dick because <gasps> From he didn't twenty know how to something clean. years okay. of right. cleaning it. Because he didn't know how to clean his that's dick. That's a right. whole separate story, but that's nasty. Right, that's a whole disgusting. separate story. Still disgusting. Nasty ass yeah. niggas. <laughs> Nasty. Out here, it's got dingleberries just hanging from right. your booty hole. Okay. Hanging from your booty hole. Dirty. <laughs> so, <laughs> let's just say this, okay? Men, please clean yourself thoroughly. Please. Mm. I'm not. Thoroughly. It's not gay. It doesn't make you feminine. It doesn't make you less of a man. It makes you a clean man who cares about himself. And who his hygiene. Care of yourself and your hygiene. Thank you. Because if you come to me. if you come to me and you got dingleberries in the in just hanging in the strange fruit right (laughs) nope i don't hanging oh my god Uh -uh. the mess i'm gonna talk about you you're not prepared for it. Might even put it on social media. Might have to add you so no one else has to go through that. Because it's just ridiculous. That's nasty. And it's like, I'm not asking. For much. I'm just asking for you to thoroughly clean yourself. I want you to take care of yourself, okay? I want you to wipe the counter. 
I'm not asking you. Okay. <laughs> I'm not asking you to dig in the drawers. I'm asking I'm not, you. I'm not asking you to open up your drawers and dig in them and find. I just want you to wipe, wipe the counter. The counter. We wipe didn't it clean. Say go, go, go in the junk drawer. Yeah. And start digging around. No. Okay. I didn't say polish the silver. I said wipe the, the counter. counter. Just okay. wipe the damn counter. Something so simple to take care of, and you're not doing it, nigga. Although it. it would be nice to just kind of sort of take a peek into the drawer and. You know, get some things, but yeah, yeah, sometimes, you should, yeah, <laughs> sometimes you should take a peek in the drawer and be like, "Is Let that just, lighter still in there? Right? Do is I it, still know, have that receipt from Target? Is the corkscrew still there? You know, yeah. you know, can I get some batteries? Yeah, okay. <laughs> but that doesn't have to be every day, all the time. Yeah, every now and then, dig in that drawer. Please. I mean, you know, just. But always wipe the fucking counter. Thank That's you. You got so many coffee stains Ooh. and grease from your wing stop. You gotta, wow! You gotta wipe the counter. Simple. Wipe that counter, please. Please, or else things build up. Don't come to us with dirty counters. Oh no, <laughs> we don't want to eat off dirty counters. We won't set our things. My on body there. is a temple, and I don't want those dingleberries. And I thank will you. care for myself. <laughs> please, thank you. Okay, that's all we ask. At best. Mm. Let's move to the next topic. We want y'all to leave your professional relationship expert friends at home ladies leave your professional relationship expert friends at home mm-hmm. i tried to make that you did as smooth as uh, i was saying it in my head too and i was like no it's not really working you gotta uh, say it Hello. really fast so ladies leave your professional uh, you ladies leave your professional relationship expert friends at home Whoop. Oh, there is. <laughs> you're the winner girl Please leave them at the crib, okay? Do not bring them anywhere. Because those friends are the ones who are still single. They're almost always single. And they're always ready to mingle about how they know everything about relationships. Exactly. You know everything about a relationship, but you can't keep yourself in one. Or find one for yourself. (laughs) And let it be healthy and successful. Red flag, red flag. Flag on the play. So how are you a relationship expert? Like, how does that work? I really don't know. People, I don't I, and the reason why I brought this up in this for the birds, because I was going through someone's Instagram, and in their bio, the very first thing was relationship expert. Mm-hmm. And I was utterly confused. Looked like a great page. Looked <laughs> like a great person. I was like, I'm about to give them a follow. Mm-hmm. Honey, I saw a relationship expert and completely left the page. Because oh. what, I don't understand what the occupation of occupation is of being a relationship expert is there is there a such thing no i just feel i feel like there's a psychological expert and you can explain relationships within people in general but to be a relationship expert makes no sense considering you're probably single and relationships are like fucking snowflakes not one is the same as the Mm -hmm. other everything's different the partner's different there's no different. way you can tell right. me. What so there's to do. no way that you can tell me what to do in a relationship because it's not, not everyone's like, gonna be the same. It's not like oh, we're sitting down in therapy together where we can yeah. work through our separate issues and our issues together. It's like I'm just like a love compatibility meter, mm-hmm. and <laughs> this guy <laughs> you is work yeah, and he's you like forty percent of you, and you're like fifty percent of right? him. So you know what? Let's you guys just smash you guys together. Weird. No. And later on, you could come up with that other percentage you need. Exactly. You're a relationship expert, but you can, if the relationship that you said I should be in doesn't work, you have another one ready for me? 
Yeah. Because if you're a relationship expert, I want to see that you've been married for 50 years. Or something. I want to see that you've got some shit on like your, on your woman, resume. What was that show? Like, like Million Dollar Matchmaker or something yes. like that? Millionaire matchma- uh, Matchmaker. I was supposed to say. <laughs> Never mind, <laughs> Never mind <laughs> what I was about to say. Oh, Lord. <laughs> and it's like, you have millionaires coming to you. Specifically, but asking. you haven't caught you no millionaire yet. Cause she did. What's going on? No. She was single. She was single. She was single the whole time. You know how many millionaires I would have bagged on millionaire matchmaker? Okay. Been ridiculous bagging everybody who coming through that door. Just how about me? How about we try me first? Okay. And let me just go. If okay, if, if well, how about me? You know, <laughs> I would always have myself as option number one because I'm looking out for myself. Right, and then we'll move on to others. Right, and if I don't work out, then. Okay, I got Susan. I've got Brenda. Mm. I've got Reggie. Janice. Oh. If you wanna, you know. If that's your Steve. If that's mm. if that's what you want. And I've got Reggie for men and women, baby. Okay, because oh. women are okay. millionaires as well. Come on. Yes, they are. True. True. Maybe Reggie might go both ways. Maybe there'd be gonna be a throuple. Okay. Okay. Throuple. Nice. Throuple. That was a lot. Goodness. Next. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm going to bring us into the gust of wind. Wish. On my first gust of wind topic, I'm going to bring up the Nelly TLC and Flow Rider tour. Is it a summer tour? Uh, I should look I don't know up what is the going on. logistics because I feel like I know they're going on tour, but I don't know what tour it is or when it's going to happen. I just Nelly, know they're TLC going and Flo Rider, right? on tour. That's the important part. I would like to ask the person that brought this together, what grade of crack exactly was it? It is a summer tour, For you to bring Nelly, TLC, and Flo Rida, three, like, totally different lanes different of eras. music. Different <laughs> eras of music. Flo Rida? Flo you know Rida. what? I can go for a Nelly and TLC. Flo Rida? Right. What I will not do is Nelly and TLC on the same stage or like within the same concert. I will not. Mm. No. Mm. Mm. Please give me a deeper explanation. I love it. On to why I won't? Yes. Those are just two totally different feels for me. I can't go from, you know, so I creep and like red light special to uh, 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 and Drop like, down, get your girl. You know, like that's too, <laughs> you know that's too big of a jump for me. I can make that bounce. I can make the jump. I can, but I'd rather not. Mm. <laughs> now, Flow Riders, where my brakes would be pumped. If is, any, he the, is he the opener? Like, if and yet, the exactly. Opener? That's what I said. If I'm going to go to this concert, I'm going to need him not to. He clearly will he not be can't. the end. Mm. I honestly feel like the end is going to be TLC, just based off of accolades that you've gotten. Right. Like, I feel like it will be Flow Rider, Nelly, and then TLC to close out the show. That's the best way I can see the set list going. But I would be damned if it went any other way. Because right. who's sticking around to see Florida? Um, Everybody be gone by then. White people. Florida. <laughs> Sorry. Florida. I feel like we have been talking about white people and calling them out the last few episodes. Listen. Well, they need to. Listen, we do love y'all. But uh, we just being a little truthful. Sorry. Y'all people sometimes be getting on a little nerve. I'm sorry. Be ringing on a nerve. Keep listening, though, please. <laughs> And interact with us. Let us know how you feel about white people. White Please. people. Okay. You want us to stop bagging on y'all? Let us know, white 
white people. Because I'm not trying to bag. You know. Like a grocery. Are we being too harsh on y'all? Email us. <gasps> DM us. <gasps> Comment. <gasps> Let Interact. us know. Interact with us. But yes, Nelly and TLC and Flo Rida are going on tour. How would y'all feel if Nelly and Kelly went on tour? No. If she is, Do you think is, she would ever um, bring her out on the L.A. date? She lives in L.A., so say if they had a tour in L.A. and it was like, right. um, and it was this. Do you think he would bring her out? That's his past girlfriend. Maybe. But they're in total different places in their they life. Are. That would be interesting. I that would, would like be that. Interesting. I would like it, though. Can she type a text into Excel again? <gasps> that would be Because in that great. video, she was definitely in... Um, she was in Excel. Word. Yeah. Word Excel. She mm-hmm. was not in a text on message. Her phone. No. And the funny thing is she did an interview about that recently. Did and she? Yeah, she, she did. She did. And someone asked her about it and she said, I don't even I didn't even know what Excel was. I don't know what that is. And uh, I said, Must be uh, nice. To right not to, to not know what Because on these job applications, they'd be like, like Must know Excel. Do you know Excel? Do you right. know Word? Do you know PowerPoint? Do you know Outlook? Now raise your hand if you know Outlook. Outlook is just email. It right? is email. the dumbest That's email. Literally. That's what mm-hmm. we use at work. I don't understand why it's like Outlook. I'm like, I know email. I used to have to use Outlook for whenever I worked for the city. I was like, Outlook. It's dumb. It is. It's the dumbest. Just use Gmail. The Gmail makes things so easy. Thank you. Just use Gmail. I love Gmail. I don't know what it is about Outlook and office settings, but it's got to be deaded because really it's ridiculous. Please. Well, on to the next topic. <laughs> Y'all aunties bailed the Pied Piper. Out once again mm-hmm. off of his back child support. Mm-hmm. He was in jail for back child support. And let me tell y'all something. Y'all was so. like 51,000. Uh huh. Yes. Y'all were so quick to gather upon one another and have your meeting and bail that man out. And how many days was he in jail? Does anybody know? Like three. Okay, listen. Not even a week. Mm-hmm. And y'all are quick with it. Quick with the money. Mm-hmm. Y'all so. About, about the same as the first time. And the crazy thing is he's still speaking. He came out of jail talking. You know what? I'm grateful. With a blanket over his head. Uh, yeah. looking, Bury him under the jail. Looking like just looking ridiculous. Oh, talking about, oh, well, thank you guys. everyone. You know, we're going to get this settled. Get what settled? There's still a whole case out against you. There's no getting anything settled. I mean, how much more do you need? How much more evidence? How much more proof? Right. What is it gonna take to get this nigga under the prison? It's just the it's the judicial system. It just really is fucked. I can't even. Honestly, it really is. <laughs> I just can't. I can't. So quote the Doris. This is the end. Doom doom doom. My lonely friend. Hmm. The end. The end. The mm-hmm. end. My friend. Is the end. You go in the jail. Now. Hopefully. Period. 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 Come on, <laughs> I am Perez. <laughs> okay. Uh, but yes, that Pied Piper is once again out and he's piding. 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 New word. He is still out here trying to. And the girls who claim to be his girlfriends are all on the phones. They're recording conversations they have with their parents. I watched the one recently with Jocelyn Savage talking to her mom saying, I told y'all time and time again, Mm -hmm. nothing is wrong with me. I'm good. Leave me alone. They were like, well, then how come we haven't seen you in two years? How come we haven't heard from you? you? Are you not allowed to? Did you have a phone? Mm -hmm. Now that he's in jail, do you have a phone all of a sudden? Like, we know. Mm -hmm. Ridiculous. 
And that Gail King interview still is killing me. It is. And Any we didn't even get to talk about the fact that she interviewed the girls. Any right. fucking way. Mm-hmm. That's all problematic within itself. Because one of the girls actually checked Gail King, okay? She I will tried, say but she Gail got, was still ready for her. She did, because <laughs> Gail asked her something about sex, and she's like, well, what'd you talk about? You know, what you do in the bedroom um, with your person? And she's like, well, no, but this is different. Okay, then, so don't check me. I'm like, oh, my God, oh, wow. She was really coming with the heat, and I'm just like, Gail's like, this is a totally different situation. You're with a man who has, like, 10 counts of sexual assault against him. Mm-hmm. Of underage women. Okay? I can ask you. Right. And Which y'all are indeed did. one of the girls who hasn't been with their parents since before they were of legal age. So, so I don't want to hear it. <sighs> but on that note, I'm gonna move to Fresh Prince movie. Has anybody seen the trailer? Yes. Have you seen it? it? Was yeah. Okay. <clears throat> A whole lot of Meek Mill. T-shirts. Oh, weren't they? In the oh trailer. my god! There so I noticed that. You know what? I'm they happy. They said Philadelphia. Yeah, there were so many Meek Mill T-shirts. So many. Which I like Meek Mill. So I need to do more I'm research like, on Meek Mill. No, not on Meek Mill. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say I, I need to do something. more research on this movie and like who's you know. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't think yeah. it's actually like a movie yet. Just someone did a little like short thing. Okay. okay. This is not like an official anything. Like a theater type thing. Right. But like, I did see the little trailer and there yeah. was like a lot of Meek Mill thing. It, it was very modern. Oh, God. You guys, you can only see what's going on behind this mic. Frenchie's over here guzzling down these strawberries. <laughs> we have strawberries and wine today. We have um, Menage Trois Chardonnay. Mm-hmm. And we have frozen strawberries inside of it so that we don't water down our wine, but we still want it to be chilled and cold. And yes. what is a bitch? <laughs> what was I saying? So it's not a movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck Oh, my goodness. You're talking about the Meek Mill shirts. and Oh, yeah. I was trying to say that it looked very, like, it was very modern day, of course, because they're redoing. Like, it wasn't no mm-hmm. 90s shit like how it was when it came out. Mm-hmm. It was very, like modern day and it was it was a good trailer like i wouldn't mind watching it whenever yes. it comes out okay you know i do see it i do it's not okay. real it says um it's it's a movie it's called bel-air okay and um and it's a fake trailer that heavily dramatizes the events of the fresh prince so convincing yeah. so convincingly you could swear it was a real movie okay this well-produced short um cheeky and amazing film. Oh, this is a long description. Okay, I'm not gonna do all that. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. But yeah, it's on yeah, trailer, okay. and it's yeah. on trailer. This is something that it's someone did. I was gonna say it's like on trailer. It's <laughs> it's a trailer, and it's on Twitter, and um, <laughs> it's the Fresh Prince. It was a. It was a. If it was a real thing, I honestly would probably watch it. You know what? And I wouldn't be against it because no, it, w- it was. It was greatly put together. Was, but yes. I just don't understand. It how was could, super dramatic. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I didn't understand how you could. You can't encompass all of what the fr- the Fresh Prince of Bel Air is an iconic show. It's amazing. Iconic, and it taught so much, mm-hmm. like so many life lessons. So many. And you can't encompass all those life lessons into one movie. So I just no. feel like you, a movie that focuses on one thing. It's cute, but it wouldn't really have value. It wouldn't hold much it. weight 
because the show had more weight than what a movie would have. Right. Yeah. When you're because this, it off this of the is first a show of like seasons, mm-hmm. and every episode is something different for yeah. the most part. So and everything yeah. and every episode is a different lesson. Yeah. So the having a movie for it would not it wouldn't really do much for me yeah but the trailer was actually like really but i would good. watch it I just yeah would i be would like, watch oh, it oh that was cute like a little independent yeah, like was, i would watch a little independent film about it yeah it was cute i wouldn't take it super duper seriously because no. i don't see how someone could really make this into a movie mm-hmm. and have it be everything we wanted and more i just don't see it no mm. but so um the last little topic we have on this gust of whim. Something that I saw on Twitter, which you like, why didn't you put it in for the birds? Because <laughs> I want to have a little bit more of a little conversation about it. Conversation. Or this is just okay. So on Twitter, if you guys are on Twitter, you've been seeing all these like unpopular opinion, like whatever, whatever editions. Okay. Yeah. They're annoying. That's all I see up and down my timeline for the past few days. Okay, but this one caught my eye because it was the most idiotic thing I had read or seen in the past few days. And I just looked at it (laughs) yesterday morning. Probably the dumbest thing I'll see or read all week. Okay? Mm. This post said, unpopular opinion, Kanye edition. This person typed it, read it. Looked at it and said, "That's the one to hit tweet." Okay, <laughs> they. <laughs> That's they said, it. That's it right there. Jay Z and Beyonce evolved artistically when they started hanging out with Kanye. From their stage designs, album rollouts, and visuals, they started talking about the Louvre, Paris, and high fashion. Watch the throne evolve Jay Z artistically. Even his album covers changed. And we would just like to say, as a collective. What the fuck? You're an idiot. You're a fucking dumbass. Electric chair. Because what are you talking about? (laughs) I. What are you talking about? I just find it. mm. Uh Okay, like I can. Okay, so Mm. I see no influence that Kanye has had on Beyonce. Mm -hmm. On Jay, a bit. But that's because they're besties, right? I don't even see that because the I see a bit of Jay. The tweet is low key inferring that Jay Z and Beyonce didn't start hanging out with Kanye until Watch the Throne, and then after that, everything started evolving. You know how long Jay Z and Kanye have known each other? Forever. Since like before Kanye's first album. Forever. forever okay. Ever. Forever. Ever. <laughs> So you have Jay-Z featured on Kanye tracks. Kanye featured on Jay-Z tracks. Mm-hmm. Kanye has a whole song called Big Brother dedicated to Jay-Z. Was it on the, I yep. think it was on the second album or first I album? I think it was the second. I can't think right now. I don't know. But where he talks about like how like, you know, Jay-Z really helped him and, you know, was just like there for them like artistically and as a brother and helped them throughout this music business. But that's the person that influenced all them. That's the person that influenced the rollouts and everything. Jay-Z was like the first person that I know of who created such a buzz because he was like, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna come up with an album. This, I'm only coming out with one album and then that's it. That's all I'm going to do is one album and that's it. Mm-hmm. That was like the first person that really like sensationalized like, oh, a one and done kind of thing in music, which people don't do anymore. No. But 
He was like, I'm going to come up with this one album. And that's it. I'm going to be done. Came with the one album and it was a freaking smash because everyone was like, we it all have amazing. to, we have to buzz and get around this guy because he said he's only going to come up with this one album mm-hmm. and then that's it. So we got to like do all this support and really support him and go get the albums and the this and that and all that because we don't know if he's, he said he's not coming out with any more music. Right. And we need more music. So <laughs> like, come on now. All of a sudden, oh, Kanye is the person that influenced him. You sound stupid. Artistically? artistically mm. like come on now you'll sound stupid art is just so broad and vast that I just sounds dumb. Like you and then with the person saying that he even changed like jay-z's album covers yeah what really changed iconic <laughs> i'm sorry but i'm just thinking of that commercial where jay-z like literally filmed all of his album covers, album covers? In one. Mm-hmm. yeah that's mm-hmm. how you show like you know what no they're also like all his album covers are so simple yeah that's how it's supposed like they're just so simple like nothing got extremely complicated or simplistic about them. they've all been like pretty much for the most part i mean the same what's very different about them what really changed nothing got extremely complicated no, nothing got oversimplified no it was so, always okay very simple thank you <laughs> but in it's a my, nice way <laughs> and uh, maybe we'll get jay-z is i could talk about that all day but okay, Beyonce too. Cl- <laughs> <laughs> I can't even no, she's like, <laughs> Beyonce too. You want to tell me lemonade is never mind. We can go before that because that would lemonade came after. Lemonade came after. Watch we the can throne. go further. We can go further. The subtitle Beyonce album came after Watch the Throne. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you mean to tell me this woman immediately after going solo? comes up with this white t-shirt and these blue shorts okay. and these little red heels coming down the freaking street and she she didn't change nothing huh? nothing was artistic about that nothing was groundbreaking nope because that crazy in love album amazing mm. i come on to now. this day iconic it's crazy like that amazing. simple that video not that simple but that single video was so iconic it the walk oh my the the walk it blasted her career even more uh, on top of that beyonce's been on since what 97 jay-z's been on since like 96 since before 97 beyonce's been on since 95 95 excuse me so what 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 are you talking about even beyonce's follow-up b-day baby come on now come on a video for every motherfucking song who was doing that at that time let me know who was doing that beyonce gave you guys visuals for every single song Mm -hmm. on Mm b-day and was like y'all gonna take these and eat these thank you okay you're welcome it's ridiculous and we were getting dark hair. Artist before dark, her time. The dark hair. Okay. <laughs> Cares about art. Family's been collecting art for forever. Beyonce is not just new to this art game. But okay. you know, to this person, they didn't start. Okay. So Beyonce didn't tell us about Hermes briefcase, cardiac cufflinks, silk line blazers, I'm cool patients. BBS cufflinks. Hannah, let me upgrade you. And that's exactly what she was doing, upgrading Upgrading us. us. She didn't tell us about none of that. That just didn't happen. It's totally artless. No, high fashion. High fashion and allure didn't come until Watch the Throne. Right. We don't have time. Past that. You're an idiot. 
and electric <laughs> chair and God is coming for you. Simple as that. <laughs> I can't. And on that note, mm. I'm gonna move to the underarm brother segment. Mm. Move. What do you? It's what Donald Trump thing you just retweeted? Oh. What did Donald Whoa. Trump just retweet? Oh my God. Okay. This is hat. not. Hold on. Not, oh, oh, I saw that. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is not on our list. But Donald Trump was down in Mar-a-Lago. Oh my God. And he took his hat off. And he forgot that he wasn't wearing his toupee. My jaw. Honey, he brushed Whoa. that hand so swiftly across that bald head. My jaw really just dropped to the floor. That hand brushed so quick he, oops, across that. He, oh my God, he got a chrome dome, yo. He whipped that hat off. Right, and, and, so and whipped bald. it right back, right back on once right he realized, oh shit, my hair is it's not on so right bald. now. Oh my God. It's a damn shame. Mega mind. Right. Woo! Next, please. <laughs> well, on this portion of Undermine Brother, we have a couple things to talk about. Um, one is, it's my wedding. You aren't special. So, Frenchie, mm-hmm. please talk about it. Okay, so, uh, Chance the Rapper just got married to his longtime girlfriend and fiance. Well, she was a longtime fiance, but she was a longtime girlfriend. True, true. Okay, so. Chance and Kirsten, I believe that's her name, who they have a, a daughter together. They just got married over the weekend. They look great. It's beautiful. They're married now. And so, you know, obviously it's their celebrities or Chance is a celebrity. And so, you know, you have celebrity friends. Of these celebrity friends, he invited Kim Kardashian and Kanye West. His right? Chicago buddy, okay? Of course. They're both from Chicago. Why wouldn't he be there, right? They've worked with each other on on Kanye's album, so why wouldn't they be why there? Why wouldn't he be there? Right? Why wouldn't he be there? So, Kim and Kanye showed up late to Chance the Rapper's wedding, and they had to stand in the back during the ceremony. Mm. So, I was like, laughing my ass off, ain't no special treatment. So, <laughs> how would you feel? I mean, this is probably, like, so far in the future for us, but... How would you feel if someone like showed up to your wedding late ain't or tried nobody. to do something extra at your ain't wedding? Nobody getting nobody, in. Ain't nobody walking through my bitch unless it's my if it's my grandma, mm-hmm. if it's my mother, if it's my father, mm-hmm. if it's like my little cousin. Like these are people I make exceptions for. If you are just a friend, mm-hmm. please note that if you are late to the ceremony, mm-hmm. that probably isn't gonna start on the time in the first place. Okay. Thank you. Right. Usually people will be like, it starts at 5. No, it's going to start at like 6.30. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not going to go that far into my wedding like that. You know, we're going to try to be on time. I know no, for a I'm fact. I'm going to people start an hour early. I, I know for a fact. From stories that I hear, my mother was very adamant on her wedding starting at the time that it was supposed mm-hmm. to be set for. And it was starting at that time. Mm-hmm. It started on time. Okay. She wasn't playing all games. But mm-hmm. yeah. Um, if my wedding starts at 5 o'clock, it might start at 5.30, 5.45. Okay. Simple mm-hmm. as that. I'm going to have y'all, you know, y'all will have some drinks before and y'all will have some hors d'oeuvres and y'all will, y'all be good. You know, y'all can wait a little bit, a little bit, but please don't show up as a friend and think that you're going to stroll into my ceremony as it is going because it's not happening. Right. I will keep you out. Baby. And they, they weren't just like, like, oh, we're late. So they had to send back like, oh, we're late. So we have to. Stay. Oh, OK, like, no. 
Kirsten and Chance were at the altar, like going through the ceremony mm-hmm. when they showed up. So it's not like, oh, we showed up late, but they aren't they aren't even here. You guys not you guys no, are not gonna let there. us sit down. That's She's a little walked down the aisle. Right, about to exchange vows. She has already shit. walked down the aisle. He's there, the crying already happened. Right. You know, they going through the vows and all that. And then here you come walking up, looking like a jolly green giant. giant? What's your Kanekalon? With your Kanekalon hair and your purple and green dress that looked a mess it was um a mess stolen. Mugler, wasn't it, was it? Was it i don't no. know no it was wrong it was runway it, it wasn't was a Mugler. stolen look it was it was runway it was, uh, it was yeah stolen. yeah it was a look that a lot of people have worn though like people yeah. always wear looks off the runway so i'm not really stressed on the run of the, of the look but it's more so of the respect that goes along with it this is my wedding and you dare show up late to my wedding I and you know they're Kanye and Kim, so you know they didn't have a back seat. Like you know they weren't sitting. Right. They didn't. They didn't have them scheduled for the back. They probably exactly. had them somewhere near the front, not the front, but near the front. Exactly. So it's like I'm not gonna have you just interrupt. You know mm-hmm. because you wanted to show up. I'm not doing that. No, we're not playing that. Not at all. This is my day. How dare you show up late? You know, like I had to reserve the spaces for everyone to be. I had to get all the chairs to be here to accommodate everyone. I had to, you know, get the um. The reception space to accommodate everyone. I had to get the food, the hors d'oeuvres, the drinks, all that to accommodate everyone that's going to be here. And you show up late mm, to my day. That says a lot about you and what you really feel about me. To there are me. a couple of things I don't show up late for. And that's that one of them is definitely weddings. I don't show up too late to weddings. Mm-hmm. I don't show up late to funerals. Right. Okay, these are things. Surprise parties. I show up on time. Mm-hmm. These are things that I show up on. You know, y'all all know I'm low-key notorious for being like, not right. on time to <laughs> things, but oh, there are, you are right. We are, but there, but but, but guess the, what the occasion be? So I can show up late. Right, so I can show up too, and I'm okay. A little house birthday party, eh, I get whatever. There I can get there whenever eh. late. But whenever I'm telling you, I don't show up late to weddings. I don't show up late to funerals. I don't show up late to surprise parties. Those are things that are important to people. You know, especially surprise parties. People right. take so much time out of their day to surprise someone. Yes. I'd be damned if I show up. Late. Thirty late, minutes late, know? and see and catch some motherfucker walking in like, oh hey, yeah. <laughs> so funny to see you here. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm just here for dinner. Right. I'm just here for whatever. No, right, they're gonna be like, why are you here? Dropping off. Um, myself. No, I'm not doing it. I, I refuse to be late to it. Yeah, and to graduations. Yeah. Right, and graduation. Because if I if I'm if I'm gonna be at a graduation, I'm gonna be there and watch you walk across that stage. Right. I need a seat. Because more than likely they're gonna be like, Oh, we already started calling names, you can't come in. Mm-hmm. Then they're gonna be like, Where are you? I was looking for you in the crowd. You oh know? well, I showed up late, so they would let me in. They'd be like, Wow, it's just like for. one of the most important days of my life and you couldn't be on time. What? Mm-hmm. Who are you? Okay. So no special treatment. That's for like an automatic cutoff. Like, I'm done with you. Are you serious? I'm done. Oh. No. Mm mm. And this is why, and those, and those, the people who show up late be the people who barely got an invitation. Thank you. Okay. Like I was thinking, should I, should I, should I invite you to the right. wedding? Because weddings cost money, bro. Like I had to pay for them chairs. Right. I okay. had to pay for this venue. I had to pay for that food. I had to pay for them drinks. <laughs> right. And you just not here. Cause like if you are yes, got no. if you had a ticket to the wedding ceremony, you automatically have a ticket to the reception. Exactly. And the reception is what really costs the money. Mm-hmm. The exactly. wedding costs money, but that reception, Cost baby, money. that open That's bar, those plates, those mm-hmm. heads, like that time and that space, it costs money. Mm-hmm. So guess what? Now everybody that was there on time, they could talk about. 
oh how he cried so much and she cried so much and the vows are so beautiful you're gonna be like well i was 20 feet behind i really couldn't see or hear that much oh well i really don't know but okay well guess what should have showed up on time you should have showed up on time i don't want to hear anything from you shut up don't talk to me (laughs) shut up that that also goes to people that want to do extra things at your wedding like they want to come to you be like hey um so, you know, me and Jessica, we've been dating for uh-uh. a long See? <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to get into this topic because I've talked about this too much. I've talked about this too much. Me and Jessica have been dating for so uh-uh. long. And I, I really think I want to take that next step with her and get engaged. <laughs> he's, throw- Ow, he's throwing things at me. Because that makes me upset. And I just, you know, I know, I know it's your wedding, but I just feel like that is the perfect, you know, space for me to... You know, pop the question and and ask her and to, it's a to marry place me for me to pop a cap in your ass and get it your really ass whooped. <laughs> if you even try some monumental shit at my wedding reception slash wedding, not no no, you're cut. I don't care how <laughs> close we are. Nope. Good fucking bye. Do not propose at my fucking wedding, bitch. Don't propose at any part of my wedding. At Do all. not propose outside of the wedding nope. when it's the reception. Do nope. not propose. Before it. Before mm-hmm. it. Do not propose at all. The mm-hmm. entire day is my day. You propose on my day, you're dead. I'm beating you. It's right. no I'm longer. We're, we don't have a friendship. No matter how many years, how care. long the road, how close. No. I don't care. No. That's done. It's over. We're not. No. We're not doing that. We're no. not friends anymore. We're no. not. Never will be. You think that the most important day of my life it's should a- be a piece of yours that might not make it down the aisle? Oh, well, bro. I just, bro, I just didn't like, know. No. Bro, I didn't even know that I was, I just, well, think, bro, I've been, you gotta go. Right. Okay. I've been carrying the ring around for like, you know, a couple of weeks now and I just got so much inspiration. Okay, you could have waited one more fucking week. This is my fucking day. Thank nigga. you. One more hour. Wait till after right. the wedding. I don't give a fuck. But, you know, just don't, <laughs> don't just do don't. it. <laughs> that is a tacky perfect toy, way yeah. to get it's beat tacky. up. I don't care if I'm still in my wedding dress. You are getting beat up. I don't care if I'm in the middle of my photos. I'm going to let a <laughs> whistle off. If I see off. you behind the scenes while the photographer is okay. about to take my picture, I see you on a knee, I'm about to knock your ass down. I'm, this is my day. How <laughs> dare you? Oh. How, have and some some people are like, oh, my God, how so cute. Not cute. No, Absolutely no, not. It's no, not cute. No, and no, I don't no. care if you come to me and ask me. I'm going to say no. I don't care how mean I sound. I don't care. It's my day. And if you think you're going to do it in secret and you're just going to not let me know and then we're at the reception and then you just I think a do ring, it, you know. I'm... <laughs> Oh, the amount of ass whoopings okay. you will get. The mess oh, I will bruh. make in that reception right. hall. You don't even know. You don't want to see it. Bro, it was so perfect, man. You know, it's different because, like, you know, you, you had a destination wedding, and I just was like, you know, this is beautiful. I don't care. That's and nice. You, you about to get, get this beautiful ass whooping. Thank you. Your, desti- <laughs> your next destination is about to be the hospital. I'm right. sending you to the hospital, <laughs> and I'm sending you home. I will literally be like, okay, you know what? If that happens at a destination wedding especially – your tickets bought, but while while you're on your knee, I am on I'm on all the websites. I'm on Google <laughs> Flights. I'm on American Airlines. I'm on Southwest. I'm on Expedia. I'm fi- I'm I'm booking your flight back for you. Cause you got you tried it. Go. Matter of fact, you're le- you're leaving now. Now, right? Not an hour from now. Sorry, sweetie. Your plane leaves in thirty minutes. You should catch that. <laughs> I've canceled mm-hmm. your tickets. Okay. You're so out either here. you're gonna be stranded. Mm-hmm. 
Because <laughs> I can't. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not doing it. That is so just inconsiderate and selfish. I just can't. Mm. Next. Well, on to the next topic. Um, I want to talk about time management of a relationship. We just recently, all of us, watched a video mm-hmm. with um, Melanie Fiona and her husband, as well as Shannon Boudram and... Her husband. And her husband. I don't know if her name is Shannon or Shan. I think but it's Shan. It oh might be. Gosh, I, I think it might yeah, be Yeah, but we watched a video with all of them. Um, it's a dine and dish video. It comes on Shan Boudram's channel on YouTube. Love her. Check her out. Um, and it had to do with relationships. And one topic that they hit in that was time management and relationships. Being that they all have or they are all in cahoots with people who get cahoots. cahoots. I, bought, I, bought oh, it out. I bought it out. I bought it out. Okay, yeah. They're all in cahoots <laughs> with people who are in the entertainment industry. So Melanie Fiona's husband is in the inter- entertainment industry. And Shan Boudram's husband is also in the entertainment industry. And both mm-hmm. of them are as well. Mm-hmm. And they brought it down to time management. And um, how they manage their time as a couple together. Being an industry that's so... Demanding. Not demanding and not nine to five. So something that's not so set or a schedule that's like you may get a call at 2 a.m. and you got to hop up and go or you may need to be in the studio all night and you won't get a Mm -hmm. chance to come home. Like, you know, like things that aren't so a schedule that's not so set, you know, Mm -hmm. and with time management, how do you manage those relationships? Um, So does anybody have any specific just regular relationships? Because I or do you mean like specifically like entertainment type relationships um it could be any I'm, I'm more so speaking on relationships that are unconventional whenever it comes to like okay like we both go to work at nine we both get off work at five we okay. have someone to pick up the kids like we come back home like you know things that aren't so routine in relationships that don't relationships that don't have a set schedule okay i see what you mean mm-hmm. i don't know time management is kind of difficult I guess if it's like a non-conventional like time set kind of thing like it's cool like they were saying in the video like oh we get to like have our mornings together Mm -hmm. or when one was less involved or one was just like you know starting off and not didn't have like that big bust yet we got to you know we got to go to sleep together and wake up together and that was great Mm -hmm. but then when you guys are both so incredibly busy I don't know. It's 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 just hard because you have one person that might be like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm working on this craft. And the other person more than likely is going to be working on a whole totally different craft that requires different time frames mm-hmm. that you have to put into it. Different kind of like events or communicating or networking or um perfecting or whatever that you have to put into it like you know like for this we come together every tuesday eh, eh, i mean what time eh, whenever time not yeah. not whenever time but like you know we come together like a certain time it's set that every tuesday we come in around yeah a certain you know time and like and record we go over the schedule is this cool is that cool everything's good you want to add it okay cool put it out test the mics <laughs> and then we go from there and like we're we're good for like the next hour and a half or however long that we end up recording. And then if we do this and say we have someone that I know is like an actress and they have to be like on call and like they might have like an agent that's like, hey, this interview, this interview, this audition is going on. 
this audition's going on. You have to go like auditions every day, mm-hmm. all day. Like they're running from this side of town to that side of town. You don't, you won't get to see them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like for us, Tuesdays, that's like our day to come and record. Wednesday, we try to get it all together. Like, you know, all the editing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, Wednesday and Tuesday, uh, Wednesday and Thursday. So we post it on Thursday and then y'all listen. But if someone doesn't have, like, that set of a schedule, it's just like, damn, okay, where do I fit in, like, in your life? And that's the biggest thing. Where do I fit mm-hmm. in? Nika, how do you feel about the situation? Say if you were in a relationship with someone who wasn't creative as yourself. Right. Because you are creative as well. We're Granted, creative. we all we're have jobs now. outside mm-hmm. of this. But, you know, as a creative yourself, how would you feel if you were in a relationship with a creative who was, who didn't have such a set schedule? Hmm. I know that I know people always say like if you if you want to spend time with somebody you'll make time and although that's true sometimes it's not realistic uh-huh. like when you really think like I've really thought about it before and I was like I was mm-hmm. like I was like okay that's not realistic because some, sometimes when you want to make time you really can't because you mm-hmm. have all these meetings or things you got to do you got paperwork and shit to do you got to travel to this place or that place Mm -hmm. and like things just get in the way and sometimes that making time thing becomes a oh yeah babe you gotta wait you gotta wait or oh babe let Mm -hmm. rain check rain check baby rain check and it's just like okay like i understand like you you got your business everything i just feel like there has to be a mutual understanding that you're both at a time in your life where things are busy and picking up and you're going to be having these meetings at two in the morning. You're going to be in the studio or recording or mm-hmm. doing whatever you do as a creative drawing, painting, whatever you're doing as a creative, it's going to take time away from your relationship and you're going to have to realize that. And you're going to have to be realistic about what's going on here. Right. You can't just be like, Oh, you got to make time for me. It's just like, I want to. And I, really want to i want to spend time with you but when you think about it and you're being logical about it and you're being more realistic you're realizing okay maybe i, I can't right now but mm-hmm. maybe we can have a deal where when things slow down we take a vacation for a week or so like mm-hmm. i just feel like there has to be some sort of compromise okay while we're doing this and everything is busy right now how about in the summer when we're not so busy we do this and then when we come back then you know we've had our time together and then we go back and we get to this bread uh-huh and because it's bread yeah i feel you <laughs> um what do you have to say Frenchie? it's like they said in the video you know like when you are a person who might work like oh a nine to five or or whatever you know and you're dealing with creative person that doesn't necessarily have like a set schedule you know you have to going into it you know you have to see like immediately from the beginning like is this something that i can deal with Mm -hmm. them being gone super late at night or them working super late Mm -hmm. until like the morning or whatever am i okay with like you know me getting up and going to work and like they're still in the bed because they've been out all night Mm-hmm. And, like, our schedule is being totally different, like... Kind of like ships that pass the night, not really mm-hmm. having the you know? personal time to cultivate. Exactly. Like, am of. I okay with us not necessarily having, like, real personal time? Like, oh, it's just, like, when I get home from work and we can... And, like, we can hang for a little bit, you know, 
um, while you're taking like a little small break from like your creative process, okay, that's cool. We can watch oh an episode of Fresh Prince or something like that. Okay, and then like you're back to it. Like you really have to like analyze. Like is that is that is that ideal for me? Because eventually you're gonna get to a point where it's like, well, you know, um, you get like so far into the relationship and the creative person or whatever is gonna be like. Well, I thought you were okay with it. Mm-hmm. You never said anything about it before. You never complained. You never really suggested any kind of like difference or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And now you're upset with me. Right. And then the creative person can be like, "Well, I'm sorry that you know." I'm. I mean, the nine to five person could be like, "Well, I'm sorry that I don't have like you know freedom with my schedule to do mm-hmm. whatever I want to do. I have to do this at this certain time between these certain times every day or whatever. I don't have that freedom, so." I don't get to do whatever I want to do or I don't get to have time with you when I want to. It's like the nine to five person's time is set. And more than likely when you get home from a nine to five, you don't want to do You're anything. Drained. You're mm-hmm. drained. You just work eight hours doing somebody else's dream, somebody else's work, mm-hmm. somebody else's like, you know, like time. You put all this time into, you know, this craft, this craft or a job or whatever, career, whatever. And then you come home, and then the creative person is like, "Oh, I've been home all day making, <laughs> making my movies or perfecting my sound or blah blah blah." And you're just like, mm-hmm. that can like create resentment like within your relationship because you don't have that f- the same freedom to be able as to go in, for you your know? passion. Exactly. Yeah. So that's maybe why your like, passion is your nine to five. It, it yeah, could be, it and could that's be. that's just fine. Mm-hmm. But you know, people can start to have resentment for the other because they don't have the same type of uh, freedom. And that's why you as the person that works a nine to five and you the person as a creative have to really evaluate and you as a creative say, can I be with someone that doesn't have the same type of schedule, like erratic schedule as me? Mm -hmm. Can I, as a person that works a nine to five, can I handle or be with a person that doesn't work the same nine to five schedule as me? You know, you just really have to Mm -hmm. evaluate what you can handle, what you can't Mm -hmm. and be open and upfront and communicate about that. Mm-hmm. I feel you. And the biggest thing I could say that I relate to this in a sense of it's not so much of being much of being a creative, but I was in a relationship where I was a student. I was a student in college oh. who was also involved in multiple extracurric- extracurriculars and had a job on top of that. So um, I was with someone who had a job, like, you know, a standard like nine to five. And I had the, I have an iffy schedule. I have classes during this time and this time. So I'm only free during this small gap. After my classes, I have to go to a meeting for the club and organization that I'm president of. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, I have to do, I have to go to work. You know, I have work from this time to this time. I got to find time to eat. I got to find time to sleep. I got to find time to study. I got to find time to do homework. I I had a schedule where Yes, it was unpredictable. Yes, it wasn't necessarily a set schedule, but it was a schedule where every day was filled. Right. And the time that I had for this person didn't equate to how much free time they had for themselves. Mm-hmm. And it became a thing of, well, like, I thought it, my time? you know, yeah. I thought it would be time for me. And I'm like, you know what? I make as much time as I can for you. Well, why don't you make more if you want to be with somebody, if you want to do something? And it's like, you got to understand, I get you. I see you. I'm with you. But I got to ride for myself during these last, you know, during these four years of college. 
I you got to understand where I'm coming from in a sense of I'm trying to finish. I'm trying to graduate. I'm trying right. to get a degree. I'm also trying to make a change on my campus for what little change I could or did make. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to do something, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to do something and chase That's after like something. Like said, you know, mm-hmm. like people like to say, oh, if you really love someone and really like someone, you'll make time for them. Like sometime there so really is no time. Right. Like I'm no, even like I. I I remember we had a conversation about, you know, why are you involved in this so much? And I'm just like, I'm involved in this so much because why not? Like, I like to be, well, how about you cut something so that you have some time for me? And I'm like, well, then what the fuck are we going to do? Sit around and look cute? Like, no oh. offense. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I was, you know, back then I was a person who really didn't give a fuck. Like, you know, I, I, I mm-hmm. was a person who was quick to cut <laughs> off. I was quick to not give a fuck about anybody's opinion nor feelings. I'm totally... 180 to where I can actually take someone else into consideration. But back then I was selfish and I had the right to be. Mm-hmm. I don't feel bad that I was selfish. I feel like I learned from what mistakes I did make from being selfish. And now it's helped me be selfless in relationships. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit too much, but nonetheless, I've learned to be selfless whenever it comes to certain things. And um, yeah, yeah, I just feel like even if I were to get, you know, I have a track record. <laughs> I have a track record of technically only really being in re- relationships with creatives. I feel like there's only been one relationship I've had where the person who I've dated had like a nine to five. But everything else, I've kind of been, you know, in relationships with people who are singers, dancers, actors, you know, any, any anything in the nature of being in the entertainment industry is to where... They're busy just as much as I am, so it's never, like, an issue with communication on, like, you know, what you want to be. But I do feel like if I were to get in a relationship with someone who had a 9 to Mm 5, it would be hard for them to foster a bond or connection with me on the level they would want to because, you know, on top of me having a considerable like nine to five I guess you could say my schedule is still unpredictable right and I still have this podcast to where like a lot three days of my week are completely full like you know Mm -hmm. like I have recording on Tuesdays I have editing on Wednesdays on top of going to my regular job and on Thursdays I have also editing for socials and then going to my regular like you know like it's just a Mm -hmm. lot that goes and those three days a week completely shut and closed out like Mm -hmm. I don't have time to be fucking around fooling around with nothing you know (laughs) (laughs) you want to tell me what it is but there's no time (laughs) for it but yeah I have no time not to say that I don't want to dedicate time to you but I really just don't have it yeah to Mm -hmm. give and like well you know you only give me so much and then I'm just like you know what I'm giving you what I can give. All I can. Right. <laughs> and if you can't handle it, and if we can't have a communication, you know, because I know I, as much as I don't have time, I also know how to make time. Right. right. But sometimes when need re- be. Right. But people but don't be really satisfied with a little bit of time you can get, you can give them. And it yeah. ain't got to be a little bit. It may be like, you know what? I don't have time this week or next week, but the weekend after that, mm-hmm. I took off. Right. For us to just chill, mm-hmm. hang out. Do whatever. Oh, well, I don't want to wait two weeks. Okay, well, what you want me to do? Right. Put my shit on pause? I'm literally doing my best to cut out this time for you. And you're telling me, I don't know if I can wait. Well, you know what? Bye. Move, move, Mm. move right out of my life. Come on. Move it, move it out of my life. You better move. Move. 
You're stepping on my heart. I said, move. move. You're tearing me apart. Please move. Please move. Listen, do not get us on Dream, Dream Girls. Girls. We'll take it all the way there and then some. But yeah, that's my that's my thoughts. In in a nutshell of being And that's his fifty cents. <laughs> oh my <laughs> on the time management yeah. relationship and creative. <laughs> I wanted to bring up something else. Something but I cannot else. remember what it was, so okay. whatever. Amen. It's all right. Does anybody else have anything they want to bring up before the show is over? Something. Cut through. Mm. Anything else? Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at TBU Podcast. Email us at the Black Umbrella PC at gmail.com. Let us know any crazy stories that you have, anything that you related to during our podcast. We want to read it on the show. Let us know how you utilize the word of day. What are you paying us? How do you feel about the For the Birds segment? <laughs> Do you have anything you want to say about the Gust of Wind segment? Do you have anything you want to put under our umbrella that we can talk about next week? Let us know. Use the hashtag. Hashtag, baby. Shit. (laughs) Use the hashtag TBU podcast so that we can see how you guys are utilizing the hashtag on social medias. And we can see what are you drinking when you listen. And like I said, how are you using the word of the day? What are you paying dust for the birds because it went under our umbrella? All those type of things. Do you have a suggestion for how we should do our intro? Okay. I'm just saying, let us know. Put it on in. We be up here twiddling our thumbs. <laughs> for about 30 minutes, out, think about what the fuck we're going to do. But Nika let always has a list for a backup. And she Amen. always comes through. <laughs> so let us know. That's all we saying. My last Engage comment. with us, please. Right. Nika, do you have a last comment? Cross your T's, dot your I's, and curve these niggas because some of them. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> ain't a lick of shit. Okay. Ooh. Mm. And my last word is first off, this beat bang. No. Motherfucking my. I'm about to drop the racks on the chain. I find it pretty bitch. I'm about to do it in the range. I'm good. I put that on the hood. I'm good. I'm good. Hey. Hey. Come on. I'm good. I put that on the hood. I'm good. I'm good. Come on, West Coast. What? You gonna piss for that? You gonna piss for that? I can't. My last words are sprinkles are trash because sprinkles are trash. Oh right? my god, I was sprinkles that are absolute trash. They're terrible. Nasty. Cardboard. What's nasty? Fun? Nasty. Do you eat sprinkles? Do you put I them mean, on your cupcake? Do you put gonna, them on your ice cream? We'll allow you to listen, but you just nasty. Just let that be known right now. Simple as that. Nasty. You nasty, raggedy bitch. And we love y'all all. <laughs> Thank for being you for nasty. tuning into this episode of the Black Umbrella. Like I said, follow us, email love us, you. engage with us, let us know what's going on, and we love y'all so much. And wipe your counters. Wipe that counter. Wipe your fucking counters. Love y'all. Bye. Love you.